Daddy's Podcast. Okay, we love you. You love me too? Welcome to another episode of Above Love. I believe this is episode number 10. What's going on, Jess? Hey, I'm Jasmine. What's going on, Cody? Uh, just ready to go ahead and knock this out, man. It's going to be a... Uh, Another long week, so I'm glad we were able to get to it uh, this Monday rather than waiting until tomorrow. How about you? Right, so I can exercise and work on me for the rest of the week. What do you mean work on you? Just be able to focus on me. I've what? been doing a lot for others. What do you need to focus on me. What do you need to focus on? Just getting my getting back into my health regime, exercising, eating better, all that. Are you just saying that because you went to the doctor today to get your annual no, blood work? No, I've been said that because um, I've been, I fell off, you know, my exercise regime and everything and I've gained some weight. So it's time for me to get back on it. Don't let JR influence you whenever he talks junk because he does that all the time. I know that's what you're thinking about whenever he pokes you in your stomach or something like that. He does that to me all the time. Yeah, he just said my stomach's big just a little bit. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that or put too much stock into that, man. That little dude's crazy. Um what significant happened last week with the little man? I can't really think of anything in particular. Well, for some reason he's trying to speak in a Spanish accent. I don't know what all that's about. Um, yeah, I I've noticed that too. It's uh Hey mama. Um, yeah, well, and is that a Spanish accent, or is that just him speaking a little bit more proper? Like, that might not necessarily... No, he's trying to do a little Spanish twang to it. I'm like, why are you talking like that? I mean, we are here in Texas, you know what I'm saying? And so it's a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of Spanish influence. Um, so I, I can definitely see how he could pick that up naturally. I don't know. I wouldn't say he's just doing it on purpose or anything. But, I don't know, he, he's pretty... He's your child, so who knows if he's doing it on purpose yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he's kind of strategic uh, sometimes. Um, you want to jump right into that first uh, topic, one that you actually came up with? Yeah, I was listening to a um, legal podcast or an interview, and a lady had asked, um, I guess she's dating this guy, she's been dating him for a while, maybe like five, six years or whatever, and um, she was saying how she's never met his family, and he's talking about marriage and everything, but she never met his family, his kids, or anything. Or anything, and I thought that was pretty weird. And I know that a lot of people think that when they're in a relationship, that they don't have to bring their significant other around their family. But I know for me personally, it was very important for me to bring you around my family to get their honest opinion of you. So, what do you think? Do you think that that's something that should be done? Is that what you do it for, though, to get like their opinion or to get them to like sign off on? Because if if that's your motivation behind it, then I, I feel like that's kind of flawed because, you know, um, they might not like the individual for whatever reasons. And so if you're waiting for them to sign off and they don't sign on to sign off, is that a deal breaker? Well, I'm, ta- I'm talking about family and friends that know you, love you, want the best for you, want to see you succeed. I'm not just talking about just any family member. I'm talking about people that really love you and care for you and want to see you uh, be successful, want to see you happy to bring um, um, that person around because at the end of the day you are going to be, you are marrying to be part of the family 
Yeah, but it, it, it's some other dynamics to that. Uh, you said something about uh, meeting kids and stuff like that, too. Well, I mean, there's a, of course, there's always certain time and a place for that. But if you've been with someone five to six years, and, and hey, I'm talking about marrying you. How can I talk about marrying you if you hadn't met my kids yet? That That is, uh, that cat's just talking about the side of his neck. He's not planning on marrying her if they had if he hadn't even seen how the family dynamic works out uh, as far as you know her and um, getting along with his kids and stuff like that. So he's he's not serious for one. But to answer the question a little bit more in depth, I'd say I have to just it's not a certain time period or a time frame. I just have to feel comfortable with bringing you around, uh, especially my kid. Like I I really can't even put a a time frame around it. Uh, five years does seem a bit extensive. I will Well, you're say. definitely talking about marriage. Well, like I'm saying, this cat isn't talking about marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, this cat, he might just be saying saying the right words to keep her interested. You know what I mean? And so, that's that's totally different. But to, to kind of put it in my perspective, I have to actually um, see a future with you, um, feel like you would be a good fit for not only me, but, you know, for to be in my child's life. So it might, I don't know how long it might take to evaluate that, but I definitely wouldn't put a time frame around it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But five but years. I, but I do think it's important to bring um, your significant other around other people, especially in your family, people who know you because they know your personality. They know, um, um, they kind of, they kind of know what you, would need kind of sort of not maybe not as much as you would know but they will kind of be able to because when you were love uh you you're sometimes you're blind most of the times you are blind right or you're biased because you love that person so you want to see the best in that person and you see the potential so bring that person around someone that doesn't really necessarily see potential but see right now right you want someone to be able to judge the character right now, like it was important for me, for my grandpa to meet you way before we even got engaged, like way, we were dating. So it was important for me, for my grandpa to meet you because I knew that he was going to give me the honest truth about you. Well, and what was, the, what, what was the honest truth that he came up with when he first met me? Well, I mean, he, he didn't really talk to me. He talked to you, remember? remember I remember he, he took, to, yeah, I remember he, he took talked me. Directly, directly to you and he said that I... He said, I know that you are about something because my granddaughter wouldn't bring you around me if you weren't. And that, re and that really surprised me because, you know, my, when I was raising my grandparents, my grandpa was a breadwinner. He worked a lot. And um, my grandma stayed home with the kids or whatever. So I really didn't interact with my grandpa as much. And I didn't really think that he knew me. You know, after my grandma died, you know, I would stay with my dad. It didn't work out. I stayed with my mom. That didn't work out. And then I ended up going back to my grandpa when I was in... Um, a senior in high school, so um, it was really surprising to me that he knew me because he's right. I would never bring anybody around him that wasn't worth nothing or I wasn't serious with. And he really, um, he really got, he really liked your personality. Even my 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 um, grandpa, my mom's dad. You know, when he first met you, he was talking to you. You know, we were dating and we were in college still when he met you, and he was talking to you and he forgot about me. So he really fell in love with your personality who you were and that was important for me yeah but let's say it went the opposite and I was still the same person that I am you know what I'm saying and maybe it's just 
we didn't vibe. And so they didn't get to see the side that you might see of me. Not to say it's not there, just maybe our conversation didn't develop in a way to where it was exposed. You know what I'm saying? Like, But if you bring someone around multiple people and everyone's getting that same um, vibe, that's kind of weird. Like you know, a bad vibe? Yeah, that's that's kind of um, not so much of a coincidence, right? So you're, you're talking more about taking a, a like a census from, you know... Multiple, the, the, multiple people. I'm not okay. saying just one person. Right, okay. I can, I can definitely see that. Um, and that guy's um, case... Uh, the one, the story that you brought up, um, I don't know. I think this story is kind of just, I think it's juiced up. Like I think he's just feeding her what she wants to hear. But a lot, but a lot of people are in that situation where they they don't meet. Well, the fam- they don't meet the family until after the marriage. And some and some women and some men may not think that that's an important part of a relationship. No, it's very important, but that also lets you know how serious that relationship is. So if you're not meeting um, family after a certain amount of time, you might not need to take that relationship as serious as you might be taking it. So you might need to exercise your options. Right. That's that's the best advice I can give. I mean, you, I really wouldn't say put a, a time frame on it, but five years, yeah, that's beyond enough time for you to know whether or not you want to bring somebody around your kids and, and your family. Right. That, it's, it's definitely enough time. So like I said, I think that cat's just playing around. But... Me, when did I, I brought you around, I brought you around family uh, really early, uh, but that's, that's kind of my personality though. Um, when I bring, when I, I guess whenever I was dating prior to you, I'd bring um, people around, you know, my mom for sure, my dad was like out of, uh, overseas for the most part, but I'd bring people around my sister and my mom, and my mom's uh, a great judgment of character, and Nobody I really brought around. She uh, did she have any um, pushback? So uh, just like you uh, with bringing me around, I'm I'm not just gonna bring anybody to mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's just not me. And uh, my sister was around uh, more people that I talked to than uh, that I then I introduced to my mom and my sister. She was uh, she was very protective. So it was a couple of them that she didn't really like. And, you know, I thought it was kind of um, judged unfairly uh, just off my sister. Because if, like, one thing is wrong, she's, like, throw the whole relationship away. You know what I'm saying? That's how, <laughs> that's how she was with me, man. Like, because we were really, really close growing up. Like, best friends, man. You know what I'm saying? And so she was real protective of me. Of course, I was really protective of her. But she was protective of the uh, the girls that were in my life. And I guess, you know, she um, had valid points because I, I never ended up with any of those girls for an extended period of time, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of had to take a little bit of stock into that. But I know when I brought you home, it was unanimous. Everybody liked you. Um, they felt like you were a great fit for me because, you know, I get a little crazy sometimes and you're you're a little bit more mild-tempered. And so it, it, it kind of balanced out, and I think they kind of saw that. And they also loved how uh, ambitious you were and were impressed um just by who you were as a person, like you seem, you seem more wise, like you wise behind, behind, beyond your years, uh, I would say. And my parents definitely um, valued that. So it was, uh, it was like I said, it was unanimous. Nikki liked you just because you were so, you were cool. You know what I'm saying? You were down to earth, and it wasn't like you were like bougie and nothing like that. Which I'm have have other girlfriends who were kind of bougie, and Nikki peeped that, you know, off rip. Yeah, and when I came out of your family, I instantly felt. 
like family. You know, I felt like I was part of the family already. And even when you came to Charleston, um, my family embraced you. You were like family. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. It was, that was cool. It was cool. I, I bonded with your uh, cousins and, you know, your aunties and your, you know, um, your uncle, you know, we bonded over. He cooks out on the grill a lot too. So yeah, we had uh, a lot of things in common. So yeah, it was, it was a, uh, it was a mutual fit. It seemed like, but um, all situations don't go like that though. You might introduce somebody to your family or uh, engage the family or whatever, and then they might butt heads or might not yeah. like some yeah. certain well, that's, parts. That's why. For me, it was a, it was a good sign because especially my aunt Pam. You know, my aunt Pam back then she was rough. Yeah, that's before. Yeah, that's like, before she was. Yeah, uh, she was rough. <laughs> that's yes. before she was a, a deaconess. Now, isn't it deaconess? Is that what she is now? I don't, I don't know proper terms. For I that. think it's deaconess because yeah. yeah, yeah, that's before. She, <laughs> yeah, but and Pam liked me from the jump, man. I, I liked her too, though. I could, I could feel her energy was. Um, either and, she likes you was, or she doesn't. It was funny because you felt real comfortable because, like, she was trying to get you to. Was during Christmas time. She was trying to get you to uh, put all those toys together. You put a few together, then like on the third one, he was like, "Nah, man." Nah, yeah. <laughs> I said, "You ain't just gonna have me putting all these toys together." <laughs> we're, we're Richard. Yeah, yeah. Get somebody else in here, man. You're just not gonna be using me the whole doggone time. I'm on vacation. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, nah. She was real cool, man. And I could tell. I got her vibe. Like initially, it was. Um, she's one of those people that either she likes you or she doesn't. There's no in between. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know what her sign is, but it might have something to do Scorpio. with her. She's a Scorpio like you? Yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. Um, good at reading people. Definitely good at reading people. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, we we, we linked up, man. We linked up. She's, she used to like my little outfit. She used to comment, oh, I like how you put that together. I'm, I appreciate it. Jasmine don't even know how much time I put in yeah, the Yeah, because she's very particular about yeah. that stuff, too, like you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, extremely. Yeah. It's like, she's bougie. <laughs> Yeah, man, but yeah, I think it's uh, important to introduce um, your significant other to the family. I just think it should be done at your time, and if you feel like it's not progressing um, quick enough, then you might want to um, entertain your um, your options, right? Because they might and, not and be and serious. And if you feel uncomfortable about it, then I think that's a sign too. I think a lot of times we are in relationships and we miss very key signs of whether to um, go on with a long-lasting relationship or uh, or not because, you know, you have to be able to be comfortable with bringing your significant other around the family because when you get when you get married, he, that, he or she becomes family. So everyone should not have to just um, like that person or deal with that person because that's your significant other. Your family should love that person as... There, like my like my aunt and uncles love Cody and my grandpas love Cody like that's their grandchild like that's their um, nephew you know so just to and his family treat me like I'm their second daughter so um, that's very important in yeah. a relationship. Yeah, that's that's crucial. That's crucial. Um, the next topic I'd like to discuss actually still has something to do with family, but it's a question as to. Uh, can your family actually drain your relationship? Yes. Certain piece, certain family members, yes. Right. Expound upon that. Um, I guess I could say, um, well, if you have family that are that are that are needy, 
right? Financial needy or just needy in other ways. That can drain a relationship, especially if you and your partner feel responsible for those individuals. It can be a complete financial and emotional drain on um, both sides dealing with um, very needy family members and also family members that are just haters. I mean, I'm, there's haters in every family. Some people just don't like to see other people happy and you have to deal with um, them spreading gossip and lying about certain things and it, it, it does put a drain in a relationship and you have to kind of keep those people at a distance. Yeah, I think that's a little bit easier said than done, though, man, because the family was before your relationship, right? So it's kind of hard to judge which relationship would supersede, you know, the other, initially. initially. And, that's, and that's if that family member was around before the relationship. Right, right, right. But that's that's an instance that I'd like to uh, touch on. Um, if you feel like you, you know, let's say me and Nikki, uh, that's my sister, uh, for y'all who don't know. Uh, let's say, you know, we grew up together, you know, and we were really, really close uh, the whole time growing up, like best friends. Um, and it seemed like my, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, she actually, I don't know exactly what the situation was, but my sister Nikki was thinking that she was coming between our relationship. And I didn't, I didn't really see it like that. And Did I think it was more, example? I think it was more of a... a a jealousy thing because I would buy the girl like some shoes and stuff like that. And then my sister's like, you know, you didn't get me any shoes, you know, and stuff like that or whatever. And I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Cause I was like, man, I don't have to get you no shoes no more. You know, I'm in a relationship. This is that. Da, 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 da. But I kind of look back at it and I'm like, yeah, I can see how Nikki. Well, felt. she just used to being the only girl in your life. I think that was a transitional moment for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. your mom would do the same transitional. Yeah. Moment. <laughs> my mom definitely did. Mom definitely did. She didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. Because when, you know, that was the only girl in your life that you did that kind of stuff for. So then when you get in a relationship as you got older, you know, you were more focused on that relationship and you kind of um, drift off of Nikki and she just wasn't ready for that because y'all didn't have that conversation. Right. And then, yeah, I, I wasn't prepared to have that conversation because I didn't see it the way she's. I didn't see it from her perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just saw it as, oh, come on now, you know. Just like how you think about it, how you felt when you were born, right? And then you felt like you were paying a lot of attention. And then when Nikki came along, all of a sudden, you you feel like they kicked you off the the edge of the earth and just focus on Nikki. Well, she stole the show. There's no doubt about that. So she that's stole how the she show. felt. Right, right, right. I can see that. I can see that now. Hindsight, it's 2020. But I, I didn't see it then. And, um, yeah, man, that... I think that played a part in the relationship because I think I might have mistakenly vocalized that to my girlfriend at the time. And I don't know if it was something I should have said um, because maybe that had her looking at my sister a certain type of way. So then their bond was never quite the same. And so it just, you know, kind of tore apart from there. So I don't know if that actually uh, Nikki's feelings helped dissolve that relationship or not. I don't know. I'm looking back now and thinking maybe it kind of did in a, in a certain way. But, you know... Um, well, then, I mean, it's all... Uh, to me, it's all about perspective. You have to understand, uh, being new in any kind of situation, people may not um, take you in um, willingly or acceptingly. 
And you kind of have to have a positive mind frame. And that's another um, flag that you can um, go from whether or not you're going to spend the rest of your life with that individual. Because as a female, if I'm with you, I need to love on your family. And even if your family's giving me a hard time, I need to find ways to kind of bridge that gap. Because if you told me that and I was feeling some kind of way, wait, I would have had a personal conversation with Nikki and let her know that it was it's not my intention to take you away from her. Yeah, that and that that possibly should have been a conversation that was had because you know family is family. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just not gonna write off my sister because she feels a certain type of way. Uh, maybe I maybe uh, the reason why I did say that to the ex was because I wanted her to actually uh, extend that extend that arm out. You know, to kind of bridge the uh, the gap. To where you know they might feel like, or when when Nikki might have felt less important or something like that in my life, maybe that was my reason for uh, subconsciously just letting her know, letting my ex girlfriend know that information. But I don't, I don't know. But it's kind of, it's it's a it's a touchy subject though because you don't want to seem like you're showing favoritism in any in in, in any way. Like you don't want to show that you're showing favoritism to the family because then the girls like. Oh, so you don't believe in us? Then you know, oh, oh, this isn't serious to you, da 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 da. And you don't want to do it the opposite way because they're like, oh, this is a brand new, brand new chick that you're bringing in, and you automatically putting them a step above me, you know. So, so I mean, with everything, there's there's balance, and as a person coming in, they have to understand your family, especially as close as you are with your your mom, dad, and sister. Um, your family is your family, you know. That's 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 your that's your blood, that's your lifeline, that's that's, you know, y'all, you guys are very, very close. And so I wouldn't really have looked at it as, oh, well, you choosing them over me? No, I would try to figure out a way. Where can we find a balance between, you know, your family and us? Because we had to personally do that yeah. at one point. And um, that's probably why we ended up working out. Because, um, you know, grandma wasn't the fondest of you at the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? But you nurtured that relationship by uh, just naturally, you know what I'm saying? Having conversations with her, uh, going out of your way to, um, you Do know, things just, for her, right. her and everything. Right. Yes, because I knew that she didn't know me. She just judged me by the other and girls. And she knew my last girlfriend. Yeah, she knew she my just last judged girlfriend. Me by the other girls, so yeah. I, can, I can blame her, yeah. you know. So I had to let her know who the real Jasmine is. So when she found that out, and that's the, that's the important thing. If you really love somebody, you would try to find ways to kind of bridge those gaps is it can't be always oh, either them or me that kind of situation i don't think that's fair and it doesn't work out right and uh people don't understand that you actually navigating through a difficult situation like that like you going out of your way to do that with grandma that not to say it gave you brownie points with me or anything it, it really opened my eyes as, as to the person that i was actually with this is somebody that is actually trying to embrace my family even whenever she's receiving pushback because for a while, Grandma didn't even call you by your name. You were that oh, girl. Yeah. yeah, that girl. <laughs> well, you used to sneak me in and stuff like you were in high school. Well, yeah. You yeah. like you like the thrill. That wasn't. I was. I just had to stay with Grandma that semester, so it, it was what it was. But uh, yeah, she is that girl in there. Yes, Grandma. That girl has a name. Oh, whatever. You need to be going to class. Da, 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 da. Yes. But when they saw your grades the semester after you uh, were dating me. Yeah. They were like, Jasmine can't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got my uh, I got my act right, man. I stopped just playing around. I got serious, actually, because I was just playing around in school prior to uh, meeting you, to be honest. And um, 
Yeah, so you you were definitely a positive influence in my life. Okay, but um, when does that become too one-sided? Because you were very positive. You, you made a very positive impact in my life and kind of gave me guidance because I knew I had to step my game up if I was going to be able to, you know, stay with something like somebody like you because I knew how, how ambitious you were. Uh, I knew your goals, career goals and everything. You know what I'm saying? And I know what you have had accomplished up to that point. When do you come to a point to where you're saying, okay, am I benefiting this person more than I'm getting benefited throughout the relationship? Is it 50, 50? What is it? You know what I'm saying? When, when do you come to a point to where you try to evaluate that? Well, I think that you should be evaluating the relationship as you go. I don't think that there's a certain time period like, hey, we're six months in, let me think. I think that every circumstance, every situation, and as people, I think we forget that. Like, every little thing is a lesson in every situation. Okay, his grandma didn't like me. Okay, that's a lesson in that. There's that that's, a, that's a situation. Okay, how did she handle it? Okay, she handled it this way. Okay, there was an issue between her and my mom. How did she handle it? Okay, how does she interact with my sister? Like, all of those different things and interactions. And, and even when I visit your family, even when I'm, um, you know, we're just hanging out together. You know, all of that stuff should be evaluated as you're going. Right. And I get what you're saying. But I'm saying, when is it a point to where you look at the situation like, you know, man, I might be... I might be too good for this guy. I might be benefiting my uh, girlfriend or boyfriend more than they're benefiting me. I'm making them a better person, but are they making me a better person? That should be, that, to be honest, that should be evaluated right away. Like, you know, three months in, you know, you first, first of all, you're getting to know the individual and then you're impacting each other's lives on a day to day basis. So if you're giving so much, you know, and you're not getting what you need back. And that's the key situation. I think people, before you get in a relationship, you have to know what it is that you need. If you don't know what you need out of a, out of a person, if you don't know yourself, then you can't be in a healthy, um, fruitful relationship. You have to know exactly what do I need. And, of course, those needs are going to change as time um, progress, but if you can get some, if you can get an individual that can fill your need, then then that person will be able to grow with you. Um, that don't happen a hundred percent of the time, but a good percentage that does happen. But you do need to know um, what you need out of a person, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I just know. Uh, well, I, I say no. Uh, from my experience, it seems that. Men choose their woman based on their current state, like where what they're doing in life, how progressive they are. You know what I'm saying? Like their their uh, ambitions, yes. But where where are they in life, and what, do what men, are they doing? Do men ambition? Um, when ambition is uh actually, you can actually see uh some fruit from that ambition ambitious tree. When you can see some fruit, not necessarily all of it. When you can see some fruit. I feel like women are attracted to and they choose their man uh, solely on the man's potential. And so the woman could look at your current state and say, oh, you know, I, I see what he could well, possibly be. to be honest, for me, I think that's where women go completely wrong. You should never judge somebody off of pure potential. Now, oh, 
potential in 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 certain things, but you should never ever decide to spend your the rest of your life with someone or continue on a long relationship off of just potential. It's about what that person and that individual is showing you in the present. Because I know with me and you, what made what made me decide whether or not I was going to continue to stay with you in a relationship and continue on in an engagement and continue on in a marriage is what you were showing me in the present. It wasn't based off of, oh, this guy has the potential to do blah, 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 blah. Now, you did have, there were certain instances where, you know, I had judged you because you came to school, you didn't like you were serious. And I was like, well, is this guy really a guy I want to date? So when I started tutoring you, I had saw that, you know, you weren't stupid. You know, you just didn't have the necessary encouragement. You didn't, you didn't have the tools to, to, to tie it all together and all. That's all you needed. And that proved to be true. So that was a potential thing. But I didn't decide to date you just off of that alone. Now, I, I'm having issues trying to, uh, trying to see that because I felt like it was just off of potential alone. Like, no, it what? wasn't off of potential because, number one, you were, pers- you were very persistent. So with the relationship with you, with, yes. Pursuing me. So okay, this is a guy that knows what he wants and he's serious about it because I turned Cody down cold. You know? So he kept coming. So this person he knows what he wants. That's important, right? A guy knows what he wants, he wants me. And he's gonna do and when and then I threw out Red Lobster, you know, back in college I was the most expensive restaurant you could take somebody to. Locally, yeah. Locally. Yes, locally at Fort Valley, in the middle of nowhere. Um, so he was like, okay, and he didn't back down. So he accepted the challenge, and, um, I knew that he, he, he wanted me, so he knew what, he knew what he wanted, and that was important. You know, you don't want someone that, okay, let's just chill, let's just hang, let's just see where this goes. No, I want you. And even when I, and even when I pulled that, hey, I'm going to be dating other people, you like, okay. But then when you saw that I really was dating other people, he was like, no, I want you. So that was very important. This man knows what he wants. And he knows how to get it. That was very important. And then you automatically took care of me. Okay, you're mine. I'm going to make sure you're good. And I was good. I didn't have to, I didn't need or want for nothing. And even now, you know, I have never needed one for anything. And Cody said that our, on our first date, that, hey, if you stick with me, I'm all you need. I'm, I'm highly prayer, paraphrasing. But yeah, I didn't say that because that, that means you don't need God. You don't need everything. I ain't doing do it like I'm, that. I'm highly paraphrasing, okay? Yeah, you are. I think I said um, I think I think said something to the effect of uh, I'm probably one of the most different guys that you'll ever meet. And it, was, it wasn't like a pickup line because we were already kind of, we, we had been out at least on a date. And so I said, I'm not like, you know, any guys that you've probably ever been with because you're not with them now. Right. But, you know, you're with me now and I'm going to I'm showing you. I will show you that I'm not like them. And right. You will see. But it. Th- that's the thing. You didn't talk. It was like you talked it. And I just hope that one day you would actually own up to that. No. During the days to come, you showed me, hey, I'm serious. I want you. I'm going to take care of you. And that's what you did. So it was based off of what you did. It wasn't based off of me hoping that one day, you know, let me do all these things for him. And I think because we had a friend in college, I don't want to mention any names, that did that that kind of stuff. Oh, 
I'm going to do all this for him. I'm going to do all that for him. I'm going to do his laundry. I'm going to show him I can be a wife. And, and she didn't get anything in return from that. And it's like you can't do stuff for somebody hoping that they can see your value. If they don't see your value in, your, in, in, in you then, then don't waste your time. That's a little easier said than done, though. Like like you said earlier, like falling blindly in love. You know what I'm saying? You might just be in love with uh, this person's stature. Like this person might be a um, be a high ranking uh, SGA uh, member or something like that. You know what I'm talking about in school. But anyway, like be a high ranking student gov- student government assessment. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you might be you might be somebody and have a name for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so that looks great. And so people might automatically flock to somebody. Okay. And- for okay, I got something on that. Um I know you don't like me talking about my exes even though he can talk about his exes. He don't like me. Whoa. No, you can talk about this, him. this guy's not even really an ex. But this it's just this guy at Fort Valley that I kind of um had interest in and he was like top dog, right? So that would attract me to him. He was smart and he was part of a lot of um, different associations and everything. He was he was the guy that everybody wanted to be um, with or associated with. So that was initially, initially attracted me to that guy was to that try a, to get to know him. Was that a tequila bird? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. And a, and a chicken, grilled chicken. Okay. Um. So, so of, of course, that's what initially attracted me. And I'm not gonna say those kind of things are not gonna initially attract you to somebody, but you still have to have an open mind. Okay, that's what I'm initially attracted to. But how is this? You still have to have, kind of have your mind open. Okay, how is this guy? How does he treat me? And then getting to know this person. Oh, he's a player. You know. He's taking, he knows he's the shit. He's the shit. He knows girls want him. So he's just taking whatever girl um, that that's knocking on the door. Do I want to be associated with, with that? Do I want to be a part of that? And that's and that's where I, I go back to knowing your worth. You have to know what you're worth. I'm worth more than that, right? I'm worth more than that. I don't want to be just another girl. Another notch on the belt. Yeah, I'm more than that. I'm smart, too. Right. You know, I, I can build my own empire. I don't need yours. Right, right, right. right. I, knew, I knew my worth, and I knew what I wanted. I wanted someone, if, if I'm going to be with someone, I want someone to love and cherish me. I don't want to be just another, you know, another midnight snack. You know, I want to be the full meal, you know. So I knew what his personality was quickly. So I didn't... Um, I guess idolize because that's what a lot of women do. I didn't idolize him. It was like, well, at least I'm one of the girls, or I'm his main girl. Forget that. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be associated with that. And that person's character is not good. And if I and if I sell for that and hope that one day and try to do things for him and hope that one day that he sees my potential. No, if you don't see my potential in this present moment, then it's done. I'm not gonna hope. I'm not gonna pray. That you see my potential later on, it's done. I can find somebody else who can see me now. All right, and I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with that, man. And that that goes to something else though too. Like a lot of people, I guess nowadays this new generation, which we're still technically part of that 
generation, the X kind of like the twenties up to the thirties or whatever. All they're looking for is you know beauty. They got to be super super fine, super super fine, big old booty. You know all this other they juiced up. You know what I'm saying? And when I say juiced up, I mean they got the booty shots and stuff like that. So that's what they look for. Just the the cosmetic um, the cosmetic form of, of, of beauty. And um, if that's all you have to offer somebody, um, it's 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 not gonna be. There's no longevity in that. Because but, it'll, but, it, but, it, but it may not be all you have to offer, but if that's the only thing that they are attracted to. Well, no, but look at it like this, though. Some people are attracted to looks initially. I was attracted to looks and body and all of that initially. You, you were, right? But then you got to know me. Right. But and if, so a, that person, was the icing. if a person never goes beyond the, the looks, the right. physical, right. that's the problem. It's not about, oh, you don't want to go to women and say, well, you got a big booty. You pretty. You pretty. That's all you got to offer. Yes, I. It's not all I have to offer. I have more to offer. This may be the, the the initial appetizer, but this is not the full course meal. Right. You right. know. So, you know, it ain't. A, it's not necessarily about what I have to offer. It's about what that person sees beyond the appetizer. Right. 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 And I can say with us, I saw whenever I got to talking with you. And you tutored me a couple of times. I definitely saw the depth of your personality, of just your uh, you being a humanitarian, natural humanitarian, things like that. Like it was things like that that made it enhanced the beauty. You know what I'm saying? And when you get beyond just the the outer version of it, and then you also get internal, man, it's 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 deeper than anybody can ever imagine. So, but see, as a woman, that's what you want in a man. You want a man to be able to see you. You want a man to be able to see your heart, your soul, your spirit, your the core of who you are. You don't want a man just to see your physical attributes, your your beauty, your your body, or what you can do for them. Oh, she can cook, she can clean. You don't want men just to fall in love with just those things. You want a man, ask a man, and that's important. Why do you love me? Oh, not because, oh, well, you, well, they're my kids. No, what is it about me that you love? And if they can't answer that, then that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Do they know who they who they with? Yeah. That's important. And it's extremely important. And that's that's questions that rarely get asked. And you you, you um ultimately find out the answer in actions that they take. Um and I I transition that into our uh next topic. Um the good brother uh, Clifford T.I.P. Harris has been uh, allegedly. I saw the video. Not allegedly. Nah, the video. That wasn't cheap. Like, he's. No, he was disrespectful. Okay, yes. But that's not necessarily cheap. Disrespectful, yes. But he slapped a girl on the butt and he kind of. And then he kind of groped her. He groped her. Like, that was his girl. Uh, yes, that. That's what the video would portray if it is uh, the King T.I.P. That was uh, T.I. If it was him. I didn't even have my glasses on. That was T.I. <laughs> you got bad vision. Yes, that was T.I. For real. Man, um, I really didn't even want to bring this topic up, but I, I spoke about it uh, during one of my breaks with uh, Jasmine on the phone today. And I was like, nah, I don't think I want to talk about it on the podcast. 
And she was like, I'm going to bring it up. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have brought it to my attention. I'm going to bring it up. And I was like, well, okay, we might as well just have it as a regular topic. Um, I'm saying all this is allegedly. And then I, I'll speak from um, some alleged uh, facts. Or feelings. I don't even want Man, it just it looks. Well, I have something here. I know what you, man. So, T.I. decides, I'm sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear me. So, T.I. decides to put a post on Instagram saying why men don't marry. First of all, he reposted somebody that put that Well, up he reposted, but he he put a little. He put a caption. He put his little, he has a his caption. little words. And the post says, because there's nothing in it for them. That's why men don't marry. What exactly does a marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money. If it all goes wrong, their family, says some PhD. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon phase is over. Men aren't wimping out by, by staying unmarried or being commitment foes. They're being smart, says uh, some crazy woman. Nah, it's a PhD. Nah, stop, stop. Don't come for her unless she's saying for you. Don't come for her. Don't do it like that. But but she says, unlike women, men lose all power after they say I do. Their masculinity does too. He said, he said, unlike women, yeah, they lose all power. He said that, yeah. So do you feel like you lost power or you gain power? It depends on how you're looking at it. It also depends on the individual that you're speaking with. Um, to be honest, I feel like looking at you, I feel like you gained more power as being a mar- married man than you were when we were just dating. Yes, and I definitely agree with that. And any power that I had prior to you dating was not any positive power. So I, I'll say that as well. But um, yeah, I agree. But it also depends on the individual because I feel like you can gain a lot as a married man, just by having stability, not having to um, worry about where you're laying your head at night, because it's been a while since I've been single, but I can remember single nights, you know, you sitting at the crib, like, man, I just would love to have, you know, a woman here. Even my single friends that I have right now, they would love stability. It's just the pickings are very, very, very small because at this point, they're established in their careers. They don't know whether women are just after their status or their money. They have a lot to deal with. Whereas, whenever I decided to get into a a long term relationship, I had nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I literally had nothing, and so it was a lot easier to trust at that point. So I don't know if um, some of the statements that he made. Uh, was actually getting at the fact that, you know, already being a man already being established and then getting married, because that might be something different. You know, I, I can't really speak from that perspective, so I don't I don't know what that side of the coin looks like. But as, well, he but T I just said happiness needs no validation. The ego does, which I don't know exactly what that means. Well, what he tripped me out on, and you know, I like T I. I used to not like him because you know I was that hard little flip fan, and so when he went beefing at little flip. Oh, yeah. and, did that man's career? Yeah, yeah, I was hurt, man. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was super hurt because I, I still ride for Flip, man. Flip, that's my guy, man. I'm always home team, third coast to the end, man. But um, yeah, when Ti had uh, 
when he went at him, I, you know, I was upset, and so I didn't really like him. But I started listening a little bit to his music. I always liked his music, but then I saw, you know, um, his uh, reality show that he had. I liked a lot of principles that he was trying to instill inside the uh, the boys. Um, I liked a lot of things that he was doing, man. His um his show was positive for the most part. Maybe the last season but wasn't you know, as positive. But you know what's disappointing? What's that? It's to see him. See him on TV, see him be a family man, and see him trying to be a really good husband, but then to see him be so disrespectful to his wife and his family. Right, but you can't hold, like, even Dr. King had side chicks now, and so you can't discredit the progress that was made. There's no progress. I'm talking about with Dr. King. There was a lot of progress that was made while he was allegedly doing whatever he was doing on the side. So I'm saying you can't discredit the works. You can kind of um, you can kind of turn your head at some of the acts that they might have uh, engaged in during uh, the works, but you can't discredit everything. But it's, that's the core of a man's heart. What? That what's done in the dark is the core of who you are. Because if I'm tempted in the darkness, right, away from everything, where I think that I'm safe. And my decision in that moment really defines who you are as an individual. Yeah, but I'm not so quick to all that judgment stuff. Man. I'm not. No, there's no judgment. Okay. This is not about judging anybody. This is about just complete truth. Because people say when you when you don't have any money, when you have nothing, and how you act and treat people, or when you have it all, how you act and treat people, is the core of who you are. So when you're away, it's it's cool. It's easy to be family man, and I'm loyal, and I'm in front of your family and your and your friends and your wife. But who are you when all that's to the side and you're on and you're on your own? Who are you? That that's who you are. Yeah, and and but... and number one, you said people make mistakes. That's the one conversation that we had. On. On the phone, people make mistakes. Yes, I get people make mistakes. Yeah, we all have flaws. Yes, we all have so flaws. So uh, his flaw could allegedly be women. Yes, that's his flaw. It could but be. the number one thing is, Tiny says she had enough. I'm your wife. I've buried your children for you. And if I've taken care of children that, ain't, that I didn't even birth. Right? I've taken care of this household. I wanted, you, sound, I wanted, you sound like you're yelling at me. Can we? No, I'm sorry. No, but I'm, I'm very passionate, and you shouldn't have gave me this tequila drink. Yeah, obviously. That's the same so, thing the last time. So, I even put my goals, my life on hold because you wanted to control me, and I wanted to respect you. That wasn't control. He that wanted, was control. He wanted to take care of. That's control. Take care of is yes, control? Yes, well, I you, no, well, I you just want, said. No, I, listen to me. No, listen to me. I don't want... Are you stopping me from doing anything? No, I'm saying you... you I don't want you to go out there and make a living for yourself, even though there's no issue with it, because I want to be able to do what I want to do, and I want you to be able to still be here in this corner. I need you to need me. I need you to need me. She had that child, and he didn't want her on the road. He wanted her at home. Before, that was the agreement they had. Before she had, even had a baby, she couldn't do anything. I don't, I don't know. I can't. You got something to say about that? Because her kids are self-sufficient at this point. I can't confirm nor deny any of that. I'm just saying. And that's how you know that he has some type of problem. I need you to need me because I know I'm over here doing wrong. 
So when you find out I'm doing wrong, you ain't going to work because I need you to do what you've been doing. That's very disrespectful. And for her to find out, and she probably been doing all these years saying, look, I had enough. I need to go on. I want to live my life. He could have just gave her that. But he wouldn't let it go. He tried to wheel her back in. However, he did that. And then he disrespected her again. That's that's the problem I have. Cheating, okay. You have a problem with cheating. If I accept it, then I accept it. If I don't accept it, if I say, hey, Cody, look, this is not the life I want. I want to move on. And you say, no, I don't want you to move on, baby. I love you. I'll do this and I'll do that. And I'll, I'll change. And 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 then I and then I then I have a caring heart and I accept you in after you've hurt me to the core. Can you imagine how that feels that betrayal? I've hurt you to the core, but then you take me in. You 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 have hope and you have promise that I will fulfill what I've said that I would do. And then I cheat on you again. If you want to cheat, if you have a problem, if you want to cheat, I'm gone. Leave me alone. Go do you. That's the problem I have. Go do you. Don't bring me in this. To wheel me in, life is short. You can die off of choking on a chicken bone. Like, seriously. People don't think that. Your life could be over in a snap of a damn finger. I don't have time to be playing around with anyone. And you're cheating on, you're cheating on me with different women. I don't know how many women you're messing with. I don't know if you're using protection. Condoms ain't 100% effective on anything. There's diseases out here you can't get rid of. I shouldn't have to use a condom on the person that I said I want to spend the rest of my life with because I'm scared. I shouldn't have to go cheat on, on you with someone else because I don't trust you. After that, marriage is over. Right? It's over. I mean, isn't marriage about... Would you feel, would you feel connected to me? You know, you know how we are intimately. We we are into each other intimately, right? You are into me. Every piece of me, you take right. Every piece of me. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if I violate that and gave that to somebody else? Would you feel that intimacy with me again, knowing someone else has been there, someone else's mouth has been there, someone else's privacy has right, been yeah, there? You're doing too much. Like, didn't I explain to you? The master key and the master lock. Okay. Women have a lock. Double and so, standards. No, listen. Know. Listen to what I'm saying. Women have a lock. And the man just happens to have a master key. That master key works for multiple locks. So if that if that key works for multiple locks, it's considered a master key, right? The grand key of all keys. But if your lock lets multiple keys inside, it's a busted lock, right? Is it a busted lock? You're throwing it out. But you're going to keep that master key, right? You just looking at me, right? In, right am I right? No, that makes. If you talking about master key, whatever, whatever. Your when you said I do, that's not a master key. That key only fits in Jasmine. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But if that key goes anywhere else, that's done for. And I find find out that's done for. I'm not gonna feel comfortable, you know the way the way I feel on you, the way I the way I taste you, the way I I'm 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 on you. I'm not gonna feel that same way as someone else. If you put if you put that in somebody else, no no sir. Like our sex 
sexual relationship would be completely over. Like, my mind would not let me go there with you at all if you put that somewhere else. That's ta- mine. Are we talking about the first forgiveness or, or, or the second or the third forgiveness? Because The of- first. It would, it would be extreme. I'm not going to lie. It would be extremely hard for me mentally to get over the fact that you've, put, you've tainted who you are. Especially if you come back and say, hey, I want to be with you. It meant nothing. How in the world would you feel if I cheated on you and I said, well, baby, please come back to me. It meant nothing. How could you jeopardize us, our bond, for something that meant nothing? I can't get over that. I, hey. it, it better mean something, honey. I know some women think opposite. Some women think, well, okay, if it meant nothing, if it meant nothing, then that's fine. But if it meant something, that's worse. I feel like, either way, to be honest, I feel like if it meant nothing, that's worse. That person jeopardized you and put you, your life in jeopardy no, for that's, nothing. That's just something easy to say in order to slide back in saying it meant nothing because nobody want, we don't want y'all to think that uh, you feel like it's um, it's progressive, like we can, could continue this side relationship and it actually becomes more than what it was. That's what that is. But it's also uh, rumored that you know people with certain stature and certain access uh, make a certain amount of money um, that they're granted a couple of cheat passes. That's been said on several occasions by several guys. They say it all just depends on how much money you bring it in. You bring it in a certain amount of money, you get a certain amount of cheats a, treats a year. Cheats a year. I'm sorry. This sounds like I'm, this sounds like we're talking to children. It might sound like that, but I mean, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people operate like that. It's. I think. I know. I think people make life too complicated. Life is very simplistic. If I get married, I'm giving myself to a person. Forever, until the day that we die, I said to death do us part. Those are the vows that you said. To death do us part. If you want to still be, if you want to still know that you got it and still want to flirt with other women and still want to be with other women sexually, you don't have to get married. You don't have to get married. There's women that will come and play house with you. There's women that is willing to do anything. So we're equating cheating with flirting, smiling, and little Little gestures I'm like that. Is that what we're doing? If it's excessive, yes, it's, it's disrespect. I'm not smiling and, and flirting with guys. You smile and flirt with guys. You have, yeah. You, okay, Cody. You, you had to work, husband. Yeah, 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 whatever. So you you smile. This is when the conversation just goes. No, I'm just saying you. I'm just saying you smile at guys. You you don't smile at guys. No, I'm no. That can be that can be mistaken for flirting. I'm not intentionally flirting with someone for some Maybe we're not either. Maybe we're not either. If we just smile or hold a door open for a girl, they might mistake if, if that. You're, for, if you're slapping somebody on the ass and you holding their their side, that, what is that, we don't, Cody? We don't know that that's him. Okay. We, it looks like him, but it's a lot of well, people. He, he got he got a good he got a good look alike a stunt devil. You don't remember the guy that stayed by us on Spruce Street? What was his name? His name was Man. He claimed that was a uh, Ti was his cousin. A little short dude. That we used to get him to gamble and come over there and take his money. He didn't he like talk. Yeah. He talked just like him. That was him. He he talked just like him and looked similar to him. <laughs> All right. He talked just like him and looked similar to him. A lot of people out there like. Man, all, got- I, all I'm saying is that there life is very simple. We make things very 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 complicated for no reason. If you want to go out and do what you want to do, 
then be single. It's that simple. If you cheat on me multiple times, go be with those other women. Leave me the hell alone. That's all I ask. Leave me alone. You're not going to get your cake and eat it too. I'm not that kind of woman. If that's not what I want, you should. if you love me, truly love me, you will respect that, hey, I got a problem. I, I like other women. Okay, this is over. I want a man that can be with me. Respect that. Go and do your thing. But do not come to me and pull me into your mess. It's that simple. If you want to be with other women, be with other women. Don't be married. It's that simple. I still feel like you're yelling at me personally. No. I'm just, I'm kidding, just saying. Baby. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to expound on how simplistic it can be. You don't have to be in a marriage. It could all be so simple. Seriously, it can. It can be. Yeah, it can yeah. all be so simple. Yeah. If you want to be with other women, don't get married. You can have your way. I hear you. I hear it's, you. But another thing that he was saying, I don't know if you even looked up the other part because it doesn't benefit your argument to actually uh, discuss the other part that was on there. I think I took a screenshot of it. But it was him discussing how women just want to be, uh, they want to be married. You know what I'm saying? And but to me, it's important. Well, okay, I get what he, I get what he's saying. Some women do just want to be married because I, a lot of women, I, 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 a I, lot of women, I, a lot of women. I've dealt with that with a friend. A lot of women. But is he talking about his wife? We don't know. Uh, I've seen a couple of comments to where he was just uh, engaging in healthy debate with uh, people just to see how they felt on the subject because both parties can get educated just depending on what the uh, response would be. So him igniting that, um, that conversation is, it can be extremely yeah. beneficial yeah. to the culture. It can but be, he, it can but, be. But he is right. There's a lot of women that just want to be married for the ring right. or to impress their friends and family. Cause right. I dealt with that with a friend and I had to tell her, if that person is not making you happy while you're in a relationship, what is the ring going to do? Right. But see, at the same time, there is no, um, what, what is the uh, benefit that you actually, that a man actually gets from uh, marrying? Because it does seem like he's relinquishing a lot of things. And I don't agree with the part of well, saying you're Well, to be honest, if you, if you are a man or a woman or whoever you identify as, if you don't feel a benefit in what you're doing, because a marriage is a decision between two individuals. Correct. I have the decision to marry you, and you have a decision to marry me. Correct, correct. If you don't feel a benefit in marrying me, but then don't. We might feel a benefit. It just might not be a tangible benefit. Like, a woman gets a tangible benefit. What are you talking about? Do you not get a benefit about being with me? Tangible is what I'm saying. Tangible. Well, like, everything explain. else. Explain. Okay, my benefit is... And what I can actually uh, do as a married man, because I, I feel like I have a supported home. Um, I don't have to worry about, you know, who I'm laying with at night. I get to lay with my wife at night. I, like I said, I get that support. I have uh, somebody that's taking care of my kid that's in my household. I don't have to worry about child support and all this other type of stuff. I get that. Um, I get love motivation to help make me a better person, which all falls under the support window. But I'm saying, tangible with y'all what y'all get is tangible y'all get status y'all get a ring a big old ring that you get to flaunt out in front of everybody you also get if we uh mess up y'all also get a divorce and y'all take everything we got plus child support that's tangible y'all have tangible assets that y'all actually can gain from the relationship 
and we have zero tangible assets. Zero, in, nothing's tangible. Everything is based off of us. No, that's not, necess- that's not necessarily true because my I have an aunt that got divorced and her husband got half of what she had. So that's not always true. That might be a rare case, okay? But the majority, the majority of and the time, it goes the opposite child, way. And he took the child, and she had to pay an extreme amount of child support. That's a, a, a very rare case, and I think we well, both. I'm just saying. I'm it. just saying you can't say that you don't get anything out of it. But we don't talk. It. We don't talk about extremes, as we talk about percentage wise. How, how often does that type of stuff happen? Not no, very often. To be, to be honest, if you're, why does that have to do about why you don't get married? Oh, I'm not gonna get married because I'm not making. If, if the situation not, doesn't work out, I get nothing out of it. I'm not making that excuse. I'm just also pointing out that that is something that needs to be addressed and something that needs to be realized on both parties. It's more for the woman. It's more tangible for the woman. She has more tangible assets. Is what I'm saying. And that's so is that's that just a factual. Is that a reason not to get married? That's a re- That's factual information. Is that a reason to cheat? It wasn't my reason for either of those. I'm just saying it's actual factual information and so you can't really dispute facts like that you gotta at least say okay yeah you're right about that but it and then to jump on your side say if that's the reason why you're going into a marriage you're going into it for the wrong things because you should be going into it for favor with god you should be going into it because you know god will bless you when you actually hold down a household and be the head of the household and actually hold down to your responsibilities then yes but that comes from a spiritual aspect everybody but no, but no even if no because i was about to say even if you don't believe in God, even if you're an atheist, right? Um, getting married, yes, for people that believe in God, there's a spiritual connection Connection that's an addition. But a marriage is saying, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. I want to have a family with this person. I'm dedicating myself to this person. Put God to the side. Even if you don't believe in God, I want to dedicate my life to this person. That's what you're saying. But so all if that's that, not, if that... If you don't feel like there's a benefit or that's there, not what you want to do, you don't have to get married. You didn't explain that benefit. All that can be done outside of being monogamous. You dedicating and doing all the dedication that you said you were doing, all that can be done outside of being monogamous. No, if, no, if, if I'm dedicating myself to you and saying, hey, I... Just you, because that's what marriage is about. No, you didn't say just you. No, that's what the Bible says marriage is about. So no, if we're stripping no, no, the no, 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 spirituality. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about spirituality. Getting married is two people coming together and living life together just in, 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 on, on those terms. So, Jasmine, look, so, look, look yo, above our bed. That doesn't say anything about being monogamous. It just says us coming together but, as one. No, I'm saying the conversation is between two individuals. So I'm saying if I'm, if you're marrying me and I say, hey, I don't want to be cheated on. I want to just be me and you. This is what my conversation is. This is what my commitment is in this marriage. And I say my vows. Those are my vows. Just me and you. It's the vows don't say only me and you. It's a death do us part. The vows don't say only me and you. Oh, our vows said as one minute. To you. I give myself to you. It doesn't say you. only okay. me and you. Okay, you're about to be sitting on the couch. Man, ain't nobody. I sit on the couch, but when it's time to go to bed no, and get in here. No, I'm just explaining. Whatever. You know, damn well I ain't sleeping on no couch. I'm saying that doesn't that doesn't back up your argument. So you don't, the, even, you don't even remember what your vow said. It doesn't say only between me and you, Jasmine. Okay. I guarantee it. Okay. 
You can look it up all you want to. It does not say only me and you. No, you don't, so, remember, you don't remember the vows that you made. Yes, I do. Then what was it? Say the vows that I you made. They were automatic. Man, I ain't got to repeat all the vows. Do you remember all yours? You trying to throw only in there. Only wasn't in there. So we're not getting into the particulars or anything like that. What we're actually going to get into is the facts. So if somebody is not if somebody is not spiritual, they don't have to believe it's just between one and one one other person. Okay, if you okay, we're taking God out of this, and I hate doing this, but we're taking God out of this. I'm saying the two individuals get together and say, "Hey, this is what I perceive as a marriage," and you come to that agreement. If that person doesn't want to be cheated on. Now, some people have open relationships, open marriages. Yes. That's what they... They, they definitely can, they have can, open marriage. Yes, they, they, they definitely before, have open marriage. Yes, before they, they, before they got married or during the marriage, they decided together to do those kind of things. That's on those individuals. But, but Tiny, if we're talking about T.I., Tiny said, I'm out of here. I don't want this. But he pulled her back in. That's my, that's my thing. That's my argument. We don't know whether he pulled her back in yes, or whether we, she come on or whether she came back in. We saw, we saw his show. He looked like a lonely it's a puppy. Show. It's a show. He looked like a lonely puppy. It's a show. It's a show. It was sad. It's a show. It's a show. She got her own house. She didn't want to be with him. It's a television show. But I'm just saying show. if someone said, hey, I don't know. She wouldn't have moved out. Again, I feel like the whole, I'm just saying the whole point of her moving out is because I don't appreciate you doing this to me. I'm going on with my life. Yelling at me. So at some point he had to come in and apologize and act like he was gonna do better, but he's not doing better. And then he's posting stupid stuff. Jasmine, you can't just belittle something that somebody posted if you don't agree with it. It had valid points. It had valid points. Now are you are you gonna be extremely biased or are we gonna look at the facts and discuss I'm just saying, the facts? If marriage wasn't a choice, then his his reasons are completely valid. But marriage is a choice. If you feel like there's no benefit in going into something, then do not no, go into it. He was why, would, why, Jasmine, why would I? Why? Was, why in the world? He was simply why, questioning. Why, why, questioning. If you if you, if you feel like you're not going to benefit from something, would you would you engage in it? Would you even take the time to engage in it? No, it's a choice. You would if you didn't ask those questions prior to engaging in it. Well, that's, your, that's your fault. You okay. should never. Nobody, nobody exactly. ever said it you wasn't should anybody's never, fault. You should never go into anything without doing your research and knowing why you're going into that. If you go into that, then that's your fault. Right. Lesson learned. But there's still chance and the time. Lesson learned? Yes. So I feel like I don't benefit from this because I asked you to come back to me. If I cheat on you and I say I don't feel like I benefit from this and you cheat on me. I, no, I cheat on you, and then you come back to me after I promise I'm going to make it better. I'm not going to do it anymore, and I do it again. How would you feel? It's a choice. It's simple. There's nothing to argue about. It's a choice. I'm not arguing. Not yet, baby. No, we're not done, dude. Close the door, please. He came in and asked. I think we need to go ahead and wrap this up. I don't think we're going to get... We never get to our last topic anymore because you just want to go crazy. No, because it's simple, Cody. It's a choice. Jasmine, I understand what it's you're saying. It's that simple. I understand what you're saying before... What you, should, he, what you, should, he, you should play Lauryn Hill. What he, yeah, I, I love Lauryn Hill. And I love that song. But I'm saying what he is doing, he's actually just initiating conversation so he can kind of engage in like a, a seminar for take. 
that person. So is that what, why he stopped her on the butt to engage in conversation? Say that again? Is that why he stopped that girl on the butt to engage in conversation? I mean, how y'all done slapped the booty before? Who booties have you slapped? Man, I ain't, I ain't gonna put no names out there, man. Clay, don't try to be so gangster for this podcast. I ain't trying to be gangster. If you're so gangster, I never said I was gangster. If you're living in a damn garbage truck now or you, can. Now you're cursing at me and you, you're threatening saying, me. You're threatening you know, me on you the try, You're trying to stretch your muscles on this podcast. I ain't stretching my muscles. You see the muscles right here. I asked you, what what butts have you slapped on? So you've been slapping butts? I slapped one Flex, you be trying to flex ain't those nobody, muscles ain't way nobody too flex. hard. And you, every time you say that, you look at my arm. Whatever. Look. This ain't T.I.'s wrong. For all the women out there <laughs> I ain't that doing love nothing. on men, I'm not doing that it. give their lives and dedicate everything to men and give everything they have and they get drained and they get disrespected and they get lied to, can you please, for the women out there that, that just give everything and, and just get disrespected, can you say... He was wrong. If that was him. And if. If OJ situ- did it. Here we go. I'm not discussing. If that. OJ I'm did not, it. I'm not discussing OJ. I'm talking about if. If that wasn't T.I. OJ's innocence. If that was T.I. Him slapping and grabbing that girl's booty like that was wrong. But equally as wrong is the friend in this room that's recording it and posting it. That friend should have probably said something to no, him. No, I think it was a fan. No, nah, he was in the back room. They Why said, was a fan in the back room? Because they, they have backstage passes. And that's stupid. And, that, and, and if that's true, that is very dumb on uh, T.I.'s behalf. I feel like if you're doing your dirt and you're working through whatever you're trying to work through, say you got an issue because you have so many fans and you're that's out That's why I'm saying No, listen, let me, let me keep going. Her. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. If you're doing all this stuff and it's going to have to be played over and over again, they have to watch it. Their friends have to watch it. Family watches it. That's just blatant disrespect right in front of them. That's a bad move. That's a, a horrible move. If you're moving like that, you... Come on. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's kind of disrespectful. If... You know, that's how it went down. But I'm not going to say that was him. I, I I don't know. I don't know. It looks similar to him. That's all I'll say. Okay. But. That was T.I. Sorry. I mean, Jasmine saying it that. It is. I, it's called Duck a Duck Spade a Spade. Whatever. That was T.I. Uh, and he's very disrespectful. That act. And, and out opening. And, and, and he's talking about ego. Yes, you're a big ego. You think you can do whatever you want to do. And people are just supposed to sit back. And wait for you to come home. You crazy as hell. Well, that's what's been happening. So who's to say it's gonna change? Well, I'm so. So you I can just, only. I just, I just flip the time. That's all. Hey, you fool me once, shame on. What shame on you? Fool me any more times, shame she, on me. But she accepted him because she loved him. Several times. Is, Several men, times. Men can take a woman's forgive because women can forgive a lot more easily than a man can because if if she did that to him. Oh, forget it. Completely forget it. Right? If I did something like that to you, forget it. Don't even don't even try. But then y'all wanna do something and oh baby, can you can you can you can you run on me, please? Can you forgive me? And we forgive y'all like some freaking idiots. That's why I told you 
if it happened to me, I probably wouldn't, I, I probably would forgive you because I'm forgiving, but I wouldn't get back with you because I know for sure if I did to you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get back with me. Don't let that discourage you from forgiving me. Don't let me turn you I said, into somebody I said, else. I said I can forgive you, but I will not be back with you because if I did that, I cannot be with someone that won't do for me what I would do for them. If you won't get back with me and forgive me and forget it, I'm not getting back with you. Jasmine, I've forgiven you for a lot of things. You haven't forgiven me for cheating on you while I'm married to you. No, so now we're bringing in the marriage. Okay. Okay. You have your your uh, your point. I know you, Cody Langston. You was unforgiving. I was. I'm a better man today than I was oh, yesterday. Please. And I'm becoming better each day. But now with these condescending remarks that you keep making towards me, either you lift me up and hold me up, or you just leave me alone and let me fall on my own. Okay, do you want to start rapping now? No. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Hold on now. No, nah, I'm just saying, man. I'm passionate about that, man. Hold me up. Hold me up. Don't don't use one hand. Use both hands and hold me up. But just please stop making excuses for these worthless. I'm not dudes, making excuses man. and I'm not gonna necessarily say he's worthless because like I said, I don't wanna judge I'm not judging an individual based on a certain situation. I don't know what was going on in the household. I'm not judging any situation. I'm saying it looks bad from the outside looking in and it also looks bad from the alleged reports. But if That's you, what I'm gonna say. I didn't they- I said it looked no, bad. even if me and you were going through it and we were separated and we were trying to go through divorce, let this, if I respect, I will respect you enough to wait until it's officially done. Because before it's officially done, anything can happen between that. Any reconciliation can happen. I can respect you enough to wait until it's completely official. If you can't respect somebody until it's completely official, then there's something wrong with you. I respect and there's that something, and there's, I respect it. And you said don't judgment. Okay. But there can be, there's something wrong. It's okay to say there's something wrong. We're so we're so afraid to tiptoe around people. I don't want to judge anybody. I don't want to judge anybody. Only God can judge. Only God can judge. But it's but it's okay to say, hey, that's messed up. If that was my friend, that's messed up, dude. That's messed up, girl. Yes, and he if he was my friend, I would call him and have a conversation with him about it. But it's met, it's okay to tell people what you, your actions and what you're saying and what you're doing is messed up. We shouldn't be tiptoeing, scared to judge people. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying, oh, how could you do that? I would never do that because you don't know what you're gonna do. You, you don't know what you're gonna do in that situation. But I can tell you, even if I was, even if I did that, it would be messed up. If I did, it would be messed up. I'm not judging you. I'm saying you should respect your wife. You should respect your family. There's nothing wrong with telling someone that. That's not judging. I agree with what you're saying. But my statement still stands. Allegedly. Everything's alleged until it comes out that it actually happened. And see, that's that's what's wrong in today's world. You know, stuff stuff is right in front of you, Ah. right? Just like with the shootings, right? Oh, well, a lot of people can't see it. I see it on the video, but people keep saying allegedly. Well, you don't want to, oh, it hurts your feelings when people say allegedly. Why can't they see? It's right there in plain sight. But you see something right in plain sight. Right in plain sight, and you want to defend it. Jasmine, you the first person to say something's Photoshop, but now this ain't Photoshop. 
everything you see. Oh, that's Photoshop. No. You even thought Beyonce and Jay-Z in the bed was Photoshop. When I showed it to you, Come that's Photoshop. <laughs> that's exactly what you said to me. So everything's Photoshop whenever it fits your narrative. Get out of here. Whatever. We're done. Whatever. We're done. Okay. We're done. Okay. And It's a rap, man. Cut ain't nobody fooling. Ain't nobody fooling with her. Cut me off like that ain't cool. Dude. We we done. Cool, we done. Cool. We did it done done. Da da done done done. Da da done 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 it all. Rest in peace, shout it out. Alright, what's up, man? Alright, man. You on here? Yeah. Yeah. I can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a second. I'm not waiting no second. You the one that wanted to get on here. I know, but, but mama... I can't hear you. I'm turning it off. I what? Why? What? Mama's what? She's on the cord? Yeah. Get off the cord, Jasmine. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. All right. What you got to say to the people? Uh... I, they can't hear you. The conversation. What conversation? The singing song. What? We're not singing a song. You got to say yeah, something to them real quick. It's late. Okay, sing a song. Go ahead. I don't think I like this. Oh, Christmas in July. Yeah, that's coming up, right? Next month. Okay. Good so job. What did you do today in school? Tell the people. Um, I did learn. I learned. I learned. I learned. They can't hear you. All right. Yeah. Bye.